Blog Talk Radio. Trenchtown, as you know, my family history runs deep there. That's the place that my father grew up as a young man. Now greetings to the world. It is that sad, I guess, sir. The prophets in the beginning were musicians. They were poets, writers, and that's what we've been tasked with in this life. Shit is actually kind of humbling, you know? In a tenement, yeah, no. Good boy, no live in a tenement, yeah, no. Watch, 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 too much, so, 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 so. Them chatty, 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 them so, 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 so. It's influenced a lot of what. Yo, yo, Minister Drew, can you hear me? You there? Yo, yo, what it do, man? Loud and clear. Man, what, what's happening, man? What's happening? What's happening, everybody? Welcome to a special edition, man. We here live, Law Talk Radio, man. It's been a little minute since we used. Uh, our platform, man, but, you know, we're glad that you made it. Um, you must be on the email list. If you're not on that email list, uh, you can get to us, man, two ways, theimaginationguru.com, drop the email list on the front page, and also myastrologycoach.com, drop the email off on the front page, man, and we got you. We got you, man. So today is a, um, wow, man, it's going to be a very interesting dialogue, man, Um but if you're new to us, if you're new to us, we got uh, a chain of events that's going on, some upcoming events in October. We busy. Even next month, we busy. And first up on the roster is next week on Sunday, seven days from now, on the 15th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's going to be a webinar called The Egyptian Mysteries Unveiled. Um, it's going to be dope. I'm talking about why are the pyramids the shape of a pyramid? Why are they where they're at? What is the internal psychological processes that these dudes was talking about? And you got to know it got something to do with, with, with consciousness because everybody had a mask on their head for some form, for some reason. So, therefore, the mask always depicts a certain aspect of uh, consciousness. And really, we're going to get into that whole thing, man. But most importantly, my favorite part about that whole thing is showing you how the pyramid system is really a complex system that's tied into uh, these Native American mound structures over here in the United States of America, which holds some serious, serious power. And I'm not talking about theory. We know from actual experience of taking people to these sacred places and getting down and, 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 and doing our thing there. And I'm talking about we got pictures of some phenomenal activity that takes place when we get together on these sacred points. Um, it's just, you know, everybody know about it. It's this time that we really accept it and really get into this thing. It's called, um, you can Google image earth grids, and you start to see some focal points here on the earth, um, certain mountain points, Mount Shasta and things of that nature out in California serves as a major antenna to help boost the, really, it's all about getting into the ionosphere right here on Earth where, where the activity really goes down, man. 
So we're going to show you the Egyptian mysteries, what they were dealing with, but most importantly, how it translates to you activating the light codes. Because them dudes was dealing with light. They was got, you know, they got pyramids pointing to constellations, which constellations is nothing but starlight, right? You got the sun god, Ra, you know, it was all about the light. And then your boy Akhenaten came in the 18th dynasty, and he started coming with the Aten disc. And he was dealing with light. He was dealing with hydrogen. He was really dealing with light principles. So, therefore, is it about this light that you must activate? All right? Because we say it all the time, light is very, very intelligent. Very intelligent. So, get to that webinar, man, the Egyptian Mysteries Unveiled, because you need to know about the power of the Egypt of the West, the power that's right here in your own backyard, for real, for real. And uh, we're going to, again, we, this ain't no theory. We're going to show you actual pictures, proof of what this spiritual energy looks like. So that's um, next week, Sunday the 15th, 8 p.m. Eastern. You get to it, myastrologycoach.com. Click on events, click on webinars, bam, it's right there. And then uh, next week, the, on not this week, I'm sorry, the week after, the 22nd, Sunday, the Prime Minister got some. What you got? Yeah, we got uh, the 28-day challenge, the quantum tunneling challenge. Um, many of our supporters who have been listening for the last few years are very familiar with my dialogue um, dealing with quantum physics and the associative principles and how it relates to the laws of observation of, of human consciousness. And um, And so over the years, I've employed these methods and, um, you know, have gotten some marvelous results from it, from myself and along with a lot of people out there in the world. You know, I specifically focus on my members, though, because those are the people who are bunkered down and serious. So that's where a bulk of a lot of the testimonials come from in dealing with these principles of the mind, showing people how uh, they're really responsible for their realities. Um, and so on this 28-day journey, we're going to get into some tunneling. Tunneling is a uh, term used in quantum mechanics to show how uh, light operates or it's superior, shall we say, to the regular sense of what we call physics, uh, the physical nature, the objective nature, the ability to measure what's already there. Uh, quantum physics goes beyond that. Uh, these particles that make up what we see in the physical world uh, actually operate on a whole nother level uh, that supersedes what we would call possible. So when people talk about paranormal activity, different things that happen to people that can't be explained through the regular laws of physics, it's usually because some form of, of, of interaction on a quantum level via thought and emotion is taking place in that circumstance. And so uh, in that moment, you step into another dimension of possibility uh, and you create what people would call miracles or uh, unprecedented circumstances or situations. And so on these 28 days, we're going to teach people how to quantum tunnel uh, to get to their goals um, in a much swifter sense utilizing these principles. So if you're interested in that, you go to the website, theimaginationguru.com. Again, theimaginationguru.com. 
click the shops tab, and the webinar link will drop down, and you'll be able to participate from there. You get all of your email correspondences sent directly to your email. We're going to have live webinars, conference calls, a lot of screen sharing, uh, MP3s, uh, and different formulas and techniques that we're going to be employing over that 28-day period. I'm putting all of what I've learned and what I know into this 28 days so that it can be the most phenomenal 28 days that we've experienced um, in any of my challenges. And to say that is a lot. As the, the last challenge, we had a sister, Karen Allen, in my 21-day Positron challenge who uh, had anemia for two years and for 21-day duration of her doing the techniques of rewriting her script of what she thought was illness, she went back to the doctor and the anemia was no longer present. The blood count was uh, extremely normal versus what it was for the previous two years. She was much more energetic, uh, very touching testimony. I shared it as well on the YouTube channel. Um, and so, you know, that's what we're going to be doing starting October 22nd for 28 days. We're going to lock in, get real focused, and uh, step into this, this, this infinite field of possibilities. Yeah. Listen, man, that ends on the 19th of November. November. November 19th, which is a Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, is going to be the first class of the Cosmic Light Body, which anybody who took my Inner Peace class, um, phenomenal class, it's really the part three version of that. And this is a year-long class, bare minimum of a year, where I'm really about to unleash the game on the solar aspect. And when you see the pictures, those of you that's online looking at the radio show, and you see that bright picture of Shante right there, and her face is glowing, I share it with a handful of people back at maybe 2011. Some um, a solar aspect along with sound, certain sounds to make um, or about about 30 days, and everybody didn't get the same one because it was predicated upon your personal birth time, which is very important to a degree. And these sounds was changing, these frequencies was changing for everybody. And she totally just zoned out, embodied, loved, embraced um, the power of her own self, her own soul. And literally, when you take a picture of her, she will be transparent at times or her face will be glowing, and the name of the game is enlightenment. And you cannot say literally that she is not enlightened. You can't say that because she's full of light. So when we talk a lot, you know, again, we always like to say this is not the same theory that, we, that we're talking about. This is actual, real deal, practical experiences that we have. I showed, I'm going to put it on again before the actual class starts. Another free invite, another free webinar, an introduction to the cosmic light body where I got countless of pictures that every time we get on trips, there's this external light that's around me, whether it be purple light or green light or yellow light, predominantly around my head, always. It shows up because the name of the game is we keep telling you that light is intelligent and there is a light source energy, that ancient light from the old school people were talking about, especially them 
Egyptian people, all right, uh, this light wants to mingle with you. And thus it's the same light in the Christian, Christianity standpoint where Jesus is the light of the world. And so I'll say this before we get started, you know, I'm, and I'm serious about this. I've been observing this spiritual phenomenon for quite some time and many lifetimes, to be honest with you. Um, there's two levels, very high levels of um, spiritual attainment that one can get to. And I believe these are the absolute highest, the 11th and 12th grade right here. I think the 11th grade is if one can get to the point of where Yogananda and them boys got to where it's called the breathless, pulseless state where they can literally shut their senses down at will and clinically what you would be called dead, leave the body and be able to come back. It's not my aim in this, in this particular course at all. But it could be done, and it was done, and it was documented. Um, in the rainbow body, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal feat in of itself, which I believe is the end-all, be-all, simply because when these Tibetan masters die, their bodies shrink. In some cases, totally disappear, and a rainbow appears either in the house or over the town that the person made the ascension. You don't have to bury the body. You have to do anything. It literally will shrink. In some cases, again, like I said, bones and teeth can be left behind. And some people totally get up out of here. Now, you got to really watch this phenomenon because you are light, literally. You, you, you the heartbeat. You the brainwave. You know, you carry a static electrical charge. I always say rub your feet on carpet. Touch a piece of metal. You convey electricity. If you lose consciousness and, quote, unquote, you ain't got no pulse, the first thing the ambulance people with the medics going to do is break out the paddles and juice you up with electricity. They're going to hit it and say, charge, clear, boom, and they're going to juice you. So the essence of your soul is really light, all right? So if that's the case, then at, at what point in your own soul's evolution are you going to understand these really 13 channels of light? 12 different aspects in your brain, which deals with the cranial nerves, which are really symbolic on one level for those 12 disciples in the, in the scripture. In the Old Testament, it's the tribes of Israel. And then on the external science, it's the zodiac signs. But in the internal science, it's the cranial nerves in your brain coming online so you can become the illuminated being that Jesus Christ yourself. So at some point in time in our own soul's evolution, because the soul is light, then we're going to have to deal with this light principle of generating that light body. And I invite you to take that journey, the highest journey that I'm telling you, that you can take. Because, I, I ain't, again, I'm not speaking from theory. I can show you light around myself and others who I share this information with and the locations that we go to here in America when we get down. So go to the website, My Astrology Coach. It's actually on the main page, the front page. You will see it. It's say where the class start. Click on that and register. This is a year journey, giving you practical application. And then there's a lot of stuff that we'll be getting into for subject matter and homework. People that was in the inner peace class, they already know you had to have a, an anatomy coloring book because you had to color the heart. The right side of the heart and the left side of the heart don't do the same thing. Nor is it the same way, same way in the brain. The left side and the right side don't do the same thing. So when you truly know yourself, then at that particular point, you can 
thoroughly activate yourself. So when you're doing these practices that we do in the Imagination Guru and My Astrology Coach, you, you're giving the science, literally, the science of what is actually happening. And then you go ahead and you do it. And since you know what's happening, thank you. It's easy for you to propel that particular force called your director, your your, your directive consciousness. Okay, so get to it. Myastrologycoach.com front page, the cosmic light body. Join it. It's gonna be phenomenal. We're gonna get into some stuff, man. Some super duper stuff. And I ain't even got into. We're gonna get to the science of blood types. We're gonna get into the science of love and relationships. But that comes later, much 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 later. When we gonna get to a point where we can straight up use uh, our, our love energy our mate as a divine vehicle that's either going to A, accelerate you, or B, I don't even want to say B, because if you understand laws in motion, I was helping my daughter with a science project, they're talking about the laws of motion, either A, you're going to accelerate, or B, you're going to have some friction, and that's what all relationships are, and I don't care what, it don't even, it don't even matter if it's a love relationship or not, all relationships are either going to propel you, or they're going to bring about some type of friction, period. And there's a way you can determine this, but most importantly, when are we going to consciously use it as a vehicle of expansion? Get into that class, all right, Cosmic Light Body. So, all right, man, listen, man, I'll be in the cut, right, this ampoule. I'll be in the cut, man. I, I, I'm a hermit. I'll I be, I, I be in my zone, and the prime minister is the one that really hits me up and keeps me abreast of what's going on in the outside world. In a sense, you know, um, you got this, this Las Vegas thing that's popping the shooting that took place, um, I think we'll start there perhaps, and then you got this Kanika Jenkins thing that was happening. I didn't see this thing for like, you know, it was a while before I caught on to it. And, um, you know, so that whole incident happened. And the prime minister is coming back, and he's, he's, he's laced me with these correspondences, and you know, I'm mourning, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that, that's that. Yeah, you know what? Bump it, man. We should do a radio show, especially for those of you who had came and you had got the uh, solar eclipse information that we put together. It was a free download on the website. And I'm talking about that great American eclipse that took place on August the 21st. And, 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 and um, is there a connection between these series of events, mainly the Las Vegas shooting event? Um, that took place. So I'm going to put it in Minister Jew's hand and whatnot, and we have bounced back and forth, man, because you're the one that brought it to me. <laughs> hey, man. You um, did, man. Uh, uh, what you say, though? The old Jew, then it'd be like, Oh man, go ahead. You say it. You nah, uh-uh. oh, <laughs> no, no, oh, no, man. Nah, man, I'm bro. laughing, man. Hey, nah, man. Listen. Uh, well, you know, hey, man. You wanna, you wanna have the show? We can have the show, man. Um, you know. Uh, so we we gonna start with Vegas now. Vegas. This guy walks into. I mean, what they say he was on the thirty second floor or something. And he's got all this heavy artillery, and uh, a bunch of people got shot, man. You know, I think the I think the final number was like fifty eight people shot dead, four five hundred plus people injured. And you know, um, you know, you anybody that's familiar with my writing on on Ampoo's page 
know that I strongly, and when I say strongly, I mean it, I strongly denounce a lot of the conspiracy that goes around. Not to say that conspiracy doesn't exist, but in a lot of these cases, um, sometimes, man, it's, it's just becomes unhealthy, right? And then, uh, you know, people start running with a whole bunch of stuff. And I kind of thought about this last week, man. Like, why does that happen so much in the said conscious community, right? It's like, I don't know. The conscious community has a sense of, it, it's like everybody that feels like they're associated with being in the know, or what they what they calling it nowadays, they're calling it woke, think, right? I'm woke, right? And, uh, it seems like it seems like they have a it seems like they taking a pledge to reveal. So I get it. We we all want to be a person that reveals something that has the inside scoop. Whether and that's just with information, period, right? So then, what seems to happen is when these moments happen, people start to create all of these uh, scenarios. And sometimes they're just not based in really, really sound logic. Like, you know, you start seeing some of these flyers go around, and I saw one of them that was like, okay, so they're supposed to get you to – we're supposed to believe that this guy got all these weapons up to the 32nd floor, and he got them past security, and, you know, and like, you know, and he was 60-something years old. and, And so I'm listening to this dialogue. And but when they talk about the guy, they say this guy had been staying there for like weeks. Like this wasn't like no overnight type of thing. Like it appeared to be well planned out, right? And uh, my issue is when I hear that type of talk, because you got to remind you, this is a pocket and bubble of individuals who start to talk this way. And sad part is a lot of it becomes information that's passed down from people who are um, really influential. In the, in the, in the, All right, these are supposed to be people who are really influential inside of this thing called consciousness, right? A lot of the elders that we grew up listening to, um, you know, and people still have an affinity for these people who talk this way because they got an emotional connection to these people who taught them when they were first coming into what they call being aware. But as you grow, you you can see how some of these teachings have really hindered people from really growing, right? They consider because they got some information that they can repeat or regurgitate back that that's being woke. But being conscious means how are you actually using the principles of consciousness to create how are you using your conscious and your subconscious mind to create? If every day or every week you're looking for a story to talk about, uh, ooh, look what he's doing, and he's got this type of weapon, and he's doing this, and he's doing that, you're really crippling people. You're, you're crippling people because guess what? These people have a lie that they have to continue to live on with their family and you know their personal situations, et cetera. And so I just look at the comparisons, the beer. I just say, okay, well, I look at the people who teach that type of stuff, but then I look at the people who are involved in what I call my quantum congregation, my quantum imaging membership, my quantum scriptures membership, random people that inbox us regularly that talk about, man, I did this, this what happened, I did this, this what happened. And I look, I say, now, 
too. This uh, something's not adding up here. You know that that stuff that they're talking over there hasn't improved anybody's life one iota, not in a tangible sense. They can get some information where they can go argue with the people at their job about a conspiracy theory. They can argue with their friends about a conspiracy theory. They can go be, you know, be rambunctious and, you know, all of that inside of these conversations to act like they know something that somebody else doesn't know. But, you know, like my man Nima always say, but does it grow corn, though? Well, what does that produce, right? Because at the end of the day, if we're creators and we really understand consciousness and how it works, then you would know. The more that you give your attention to that, the more you constantly create that by making an observation of it. So then you keep creating another scenario and another scenario and another scenario, and you better hope that you or anybody that you love is not involved in one of those scenarios that you kept perpetuating by consistently going down that avenue of conspiracy, right? And it's funny because one of my members was actually there at the shooting. You know how they be, oh, these are crisis actors, and they start taking pictures of people, drawing red circles around people's face. She was in the last crisis, too. And she was in the last crisis, too, man. It's, this stuff is so easy to be Photoshopped, right? And then people take this stuff and they run with it, right? Uh, and they take it as, they take it on face value. But, but then when you start to dig deeper, you see, nah, nah, it's crisis actors. You mean, I got a member who was there, a, a physical person who was there that saw it and said, no, people died there. It was people rushed in ambulances there. I saw it. I was there, Minister Jew. Sharita Bagby's her name. She was there, right? My mother lives in Vegas. She confirmed it. So then when you got physical people that you know, real life people that you know, so then I say, okay, G, crisis actors? All right, let me go look up some of these people who they say died because I, they're saying these people are supposed to be crisis people. It's not real. It's, it's staged. Everything staged. So then I started to research the officers that got killed. You had a one officer, female officer who died. That, like, I don't know do people understand what they, when they're saying that type of thing is a conspiracy on such a large scale. Do you know all of the people that would have to participate in that to cover that up? Like, all the people that worked at the police station that saw this woman for the 10 years she was there, right? The people who said that she went to her, the high school, right? That means these are public. You can go check the public record to see did this woman go to this high school. That's something that you can find out. You got a name. And then if you really think it's a conspiracy, how about you go to the funerals and you see all the caskets closed? Because that would be the only logical way to cover it up. We're going to close all the caskets on the 58 victims that died, right? So that you can, you'll never be able to put a face to a, to a name to the face or the face to the name that they say died. So you just go to one of the funerals. Go to a couple of them. Send some of your people and you got Facebook friends all over the place. Send some of them to the funerals. Find out. Is that person really in that casket? Right? Then you see another cop who, was, who worked in Vegas. He just wrote a book, Memoirs of a Public Servant, just released like in July of this past year. He died there. So I guess that's a fake too. So then, you know, what was the other joint? No, it was uh, they posted a picture about an obituary picture. This shooter really died in 2013. And I say to myself, now, Noble, you know, them boys put moles inside of Fred Hampton house, right? Then they have a guy inside of there that gave up the blueprint on the house. 
there was a Black Panther rolling with Fred Hampton who drew the whole diagram of the house and gave it to the police. And they That's came right. in and murdered Fred Hampton because they knew exactly now, where to go. Now, watch this. None of that leaked, did it, DeBeer? That didn't leak early. Now, we talking no, about people who got not. technology. Clearly not. Now, we talking about people who got technology up the wazoo, right, to be able to track and monitor things. You mean to tell me that these people are so sloppy that they will leave it to a common man's Google search for you to find a guy? With the same name and show that he died back in 2013? Come on, people. Come on. You know how many people got the same name across the United States of America? Right? And then when you look into the story from the pictures that they put on, on, the, on the obituary, they don't even, their fathers don't even have the same name. So all it takes is for you to do a little digging to debunk some of these bogus claims, and people are running around here. Carrying this with them in their mind everywhere that they go, right? And they've created this sense of static consciousness where eventually they won't even trust their own selves when they do stuff, right? They got pessimism and skepticism in their own ideas about what they can and can't do because everything that their senses are taking in via what they're reading and what they're hearing is laced with all of this type of dialogue, and then they wonder why they can't get no goals accomplished. Right, so you know, and then the same people be like, they tell you all about the white man. No, well, he's so you know he's so diabolical. King Alfred and uh, scalar weather technology, and they got light beams that are traveling through the ghettos of America, putting people under zombie spells, and you know all of this elaborate stuff, right? But then when a when a traditional white guy gets a few pistols up into a room over a duration of weeks, people want to say that that's impossible, though. Now, these are the same people that are telling you all about the white man and what he's doing. You know, every time a famous person dies, Prince died, they said, oh, they, they knew he was, they, the doctors at the hospital killed him. We're getting word that the doctors at the hospital killed him and all of this type of thing. So that means you mean to tell me they knew exactly when Prince was going to get sick the helicopter driver or the pilot had to be in on the fix, knew exactly which hospital to take them to, right? And they have a doctor at that hospital that's been on the payroll for all these years for special cases just like this, <laughs> right? That's going to go in there and give them the lethal injection because the doctor would have had to work there for a long duration of time. Otherwise, it would have had to have been a doctor who came in, who was sent to do the job, which would appear kind of odd to the rest of the staff at the hospital, wouldn't it? Who the hell is this random person that we've never seen at our hospital before coming in and doing this surgery, an operation on Prince Rogers? Who? Who is this guy? And you don't think anybody would say nothing, like nothing? Right? So then when we look at this, it's just, it's, it's, it's madness, man, because people are making money off of frightening the hell out of people, right? They have, they have a tradition of talking this way because it galvanizes people's attention. And what they're doing really is they're exciting people's imagination, but they're doing it the wrong way, you see? 
They're using a perverted style of using the hippocampus to elucidate a circumstance. Right? So, you know, we got people on the ground there that saw it. You know, one no, one no, one no damn crisis actors, man. You know what I mean? And all of these little theories, man, when you start to dig, you know, you see, okay, nope, that don't check out. Nope, that don't check out. Nope, that don't check out. And then you got to ask yourself another question. Like, why would the government go out there to shoot 40-plus white people? Why? Like, why? For what? Don't you think since they since they got COINTELPRO and they look into, uh, you know, they don't like niggas. Why didn't they do it at a rap concert then? <laughs> like, you know, at a Jeezy show or a little Boosie concert or something. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't they just go there and, you know, have some random white guy knock off 40, 50 niggas, right? When they, you know, because they, they hate niggas, right? But these are white folks that die, officers, white officers who died. So I'm just trying to figure out whether the lines of logic actually meet up. You know, then, you know, people... Uh, what they could be saying to be uh, population control. Forty people, you call it that population control, <laughs> bro, right? They want to so, take the guns, brother. Oh come on, come on! They, they want to take the guns, brother. Man, they've been trying so to now take, they the guns take the guns. Guns that niggas kill each other with. Uh-huh. Okay, that's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. That's right. Take them off the street. That's right. The same guns that kill niggas that put you in jail, and they say, "Oh yeah, man, they got a it's a bond on that on that uh uh you know the whole thing about the bond and going to jail. They making money off privatizing prisons, so they're gonna take the guns away from people on the street who killing people. When the privatized prison is making a checking a bag off and rolling your ass into their uh facility. See, it just don't make no sense, man. You know what I mean? So uh. But when you start to look at it from the other side, right? And, and we're not going. I'm not going to get into too much detail tonight because that was for the people that came in on that conference call on the solar eclipse. No, but you might could go into it a little further. But I made my mind up on certain stuff, man. I ain't giving the game up like that no more because it's it's, it's sacred information, man. That's just the truth. And if you want to yeah. get it, you want to come inside here to get it. That's just the bottom line to it. You know what I mean? I know who I am in the scheme of this thing, and I'm and I'm comfortable in my skin. You know what I mean? And um, you know, at some point you realize, you know, we just we just we just get rebirthed into these cycles of time, and um, we hold a very high order in this the priesthood. That's just the truth, man. It's not arrogance. It's not cockiness. I'm just speaking the facts. Like when you start to look around at results from people applying what we think or what we call spiritual practices, we in the upper echelon of, of results. That's just the truth. You know what I mean? Man. And so we have, to, we have to take that. On the record. Yes, that's right. It's over $4 million on the record, the healing testimonies of all sorts, of all other types of phenomenal, fabulous things happening to people. So it's just the truth, you know? So, uh, you know, when I hear stuff like that, you know, it, it's like a, it's a major sidetrack for people. You know, because then everybody starts to act, do the 100th monkey thing, and everybody's reposting this nonsense. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, it's, just, it's, it's troubling, to say the least. But, uh, but when we look at the spiritual component, right, for those that were on the call, when we talked about the Nat Turner energy, 
in the eclipse energy without going into too much detail. We spoke about this. What was that back? What, what was the eclipse? The beard? What was that back in what, April? I don't know. Was the eclipse? That wasn't that far back. First August, right? August. Yeah, that's right. So here we are speaking about this Nat Turner energy uh, weeks before the eclipse, actually getting into an activation for the people that participated on the call, right? And then the same day where on on Nat Turner's solar, solar return, the news breaks that all of these white people all of a sudden have been murdered by the hands of another white man. But we would rather give it away to a government psyops, <laughs> yeah, or a or a uh, you know, you know, population control, right? Even though these are people who, who uh, you know, according to our natural inclination of things, these are people who, on the surface, we're talking about a black and white issue. It's like, man, you know. Man, but these be the same people so black power be talking to bang on the beast and bump the white man and then something happened and we talking about it's a government psyops. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, so you know, when you start to look at some of the details, you see that um, on the place where Nat Turner led his rebellion in Virginia, is on the exact same latitude line as Vegas, 36 North. Now, I've talked about this before, right? I'm not going to get too far into this, but space is intelligent. The geographical layout of this planet, this is why, and, and Pooh, I know, is going to touch on this in the Egyptian Mysteries Unveiled, to talk about why these pyramids are aligned the way that they're aligned on multiple land masses, right? On several latitudes that are identical. Why? See, intelligence moves through space and time. Or when I say intelligence, I'm talking light. And it's not restricted to a linear form of thinking. And I showed that today in the quantum imaging membership where we went over um, uh, some of the studies on light on a quantum level and how the future is actually responsible for the past, right? Take, take you logical people way outside of your comfort zone when I start talking like that. But the scientific experiments have validated this multiple times over. So, um, and this is how Minister Ju can create something called the positron pass and get results. Because I know the principles and the methodology behind how light works. So I just take that and apply it to consciousness and technique and voila, magic, right? So um, when we look at Virginia and uh, in Las Vegas, when we're looking we're looking at these two locations in space geographically, they're sitting on the same latitude line. And so just like the brain, right, which is connecting, like you know, you got all these neural connections, these synapses connecting all of these different neurons to one another, they're wiring and firing together in the brain. It's the same thing in the external world, right? The external world is just a map or a guidepost to show you what's going on internally if you haven't been taught by a master to understand how these principles work. So when we look outside of ourselves and we start to study how things are connected geographically, you'll start to notice basically what's happening here is 
We have an invisible uh, neural connection, right, of thought that is connecting one region to the next. And if people are aware of how to activate a mental principle in space, you can trigger a phenomenon to happen according to that location. And that's all I'm going to say on that. All right? So, um, and then when I, and then when you start to go look at other principles and phenomenons, who was it, John Brown, Harper's Ferry, who had an idea to go in there. Now, this was another white man who was going in to kill some more white people because he was against slavery, right? Uh, but when you go look at the key planetary influence that deals with that type of violence, you will find out that on the same day where they planned that particular attack on Harper's Ferry, that same planetary body was in the same region of space when Vegas happened in 2017. So we're talking hundreds of years. We're talking, this is some heavy science, man. You know what I mean? And so um, it's phenomenal when you really start to understand it because you can go into any region of space and activate a principle from a great mind who once lived at a particular time that you think is dead. But this particular cosmos that we live in and these planetary bodies that we live in, they're just holding there. It's a memory bank. Space is a memory bank. And right. whoever knows how to go into that bank, you can take out the memory, damn it. <laughs> and uh, so that really makes us some of the most dangerous people on the planet, man. But um, but that's it, man, as far as my two cents on that whole Vegas thing. Um, I know if you want to add something to it, man, feel free. I guess we can move on to the next topic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, um, you know, no, 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 hold on, 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 because I think you gave them some juice. You gave them some game on Facebook. Now, didn't you say something about Nat Turner's birthday or something or shooting or wasn't something connecting, not shooting, but wasn't something connected, the number of deaths? It, it was, yeah, it, it was two birthday. things. It was, it, was, it was his birthday. The shooting happened on his solar return. The news broke the following morning, which was Nat Turner's solar return, which was October the 2nd, right? And right. then, right. Uh, and then uh, they say approximately about 60 people were killed in Nat's rebellion, and they say that the approximate number of, you know, it's number that was 58. we going to keep it round about. So you just start to see a lot of parallels, man. And then all of a sudden, this last hurricane that's coming through the Gulf is Hurricane Nate. So it's just interesting, man, how these these associations just keep popping up left and right, left and right. And, uh, you know, it's it's, it's some mysticism taking place here. Right, 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 right. So let's back it up here. August the 21st, we're saying, yo, there's a solar eclipse, the Great American Eclipse is popping. And the priesthood went on the record at that time to say, we are telling you that the spirit of Nat Turner is coming through this place. We're telling you this. This is what this eclipse means. This is on the record. You can go to Brother Rich's channel, Black Magic 363. We gave it up on the eclipse, okay? And then I also went a little further and tied in Abraham Lincoln 
into the game, and niggas just really lost their. When I start talking Abe Lincoln, boy, they can't stand it. Oh, I get up under their skin when I start talking Abe Lincoln. But I'm going to show y'all something on how this is all related. So just in case you knew and you kind of like, what the hell are these dudes talking about? The solar eclipse was coming in on August the 21st, and the world was like, yo, in America, because this is the first time since, I believe, what, like 1915, you can see it from coast to coast in America. So it was called the Great American Eclipse. But the reason that we knew that Turner was coming through is because the day of the eclipse, August 21st, back in 1831 on August the 21st was the day that Nat Turner led his rebellion. So you may look at it as a coincidence, but in mathematics, when when things coincide, that means they're running on top of of each other and they're running parallel. So it's like Minister Jew said, space is a memory bank. This is a fact. A great video to watch, uh, this white dude crushed it on YouTube, called Quantum Astrology. And he starts getting into civilizations, whether it be from Rome, Greece, and these different civilizations going through these similar rises and falling every time there were certain planetary alignments joining up together, like clockwork. Quantum astrology. Go peep it. Okay? All right. So when we're looking at the eclipse and we get in the story of Nat Turner, you have to understand, like, on February the 11th, February the 12th, Nat Turner had a vision of an eclipse. He saw an eclipse, okay? He saw this eclipse, and at that time in February, we are now, of course, in what we call Aquarius season at that time. So Nat Turner sees um, an eclipse, and he envisioned it as a black hand was actually reaching over the sun. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm telling you this. This was February the 11th, 1831. Go to Wiki real fast. Okay, so when I saw that, I said, "Oh no, 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 no! That's Abe Lincoln, because Abe Lincoln is born on February the 12th." So this is where I always we do a disclaimer. You have to understand that we live in the egg. Go to the Holy Quran. It talks about the circle that we live in as an egg shape. Any of you familiar with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad talks about this egg. And if you know we live in an egg and not a perfect circle, because how can 365 days fit inside of 360 degrees? So we live in an oblong circle, sort of like your eyeball in a sense. It's not a perfect circle, all right? So... February the 12th, I know, is Abraham Lincoln's birthday, and I'm like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me Nat Turner got a vision in the past, February 11, 1831, he got a vision about freeing blacks and leading a rebellion on the same day Abraham Lincoln would be born. Okay? This is, this, this is interesting. Very interesting. Okay. But he waited six months later into August to actually lead it, August the 21st, okay? Now, how is it that Abe Lincoln was the same birthday that would come forward and that would say, hey, I'm about to put it into slavery. Now, I don't care 
how you slice it and you say, well, he only did it because he wanted to get some. He had a he had a secret plan. Okay, I don't care what it was. Thank you, secret plan, because we ain't slaves right now. We all can agree we're not slaves, and you wouldn't trade places of what your ancestors went through and where they was at where you versus where you're at right now. So whatever that diabolical plan was, thank you, because something must have happened because we free and we getting money and we getting happiness right now. Okay? So Abe Lincoln comes, he sets the tone for that. Is that a coincidence? Nat Turner do the freedom thing. Abe Lincoln come behind it, do the freedom thing. Okay? So now let's we say in our reality twenty seventeen, we're telling y'all. This is Nat Turner and Abe Lincoln that's coming up on this eclipse, okay? So now let's speed it up to the Vegas thing, which you was telling you, wait a minute, this Vegas thing popped off on October the 1st. So really, when you wake up in the morning, the next day is kind of like the day of manifestation. It's the day of rebuilding. It's like, yo, this happened. This is, you know, this is the whole, the whole day is going to be saturated with this. So the next day, October the 2nd, is Nat Turner's birthday. And this is why the truth of the matter is they can't find a motive. It's because, which is going to lead into this whole Kanika Jenkins thing, is because the truth is it's what you call a spiritual walk-in has happened. Logically, it, it's nothing there. It totally mystifies you. But on the spirit plane, there's a whole other phenomenon of Nat Turner's energy and Abe Lincoln's energy that comes through here. Now, how do we know Abe Lincoln in a sense? Because, see, this is, this is, what, this is where this stuff gets interesting. See, this is what you've got to understand. You cannot say you believe in an invisible – if you believe in an invisible God, how – will it make its presence known? It's going to make its presence known through events, and events always have people, places, and things. So therefore, you got to put on your spiritual IQ, your spiritual glasses, and you have to be able to start connecting the dots here, okay? Because God is invisible. But it operates through physical people. So therefore, a series of things that coincide are facts. And then, boom. And it's a whole way, it's a whole other system. We ain't taught it in years. It'll show you how to get into these numbers and what's taking place in the story so you really get to the truth of it. That's a whole other dialogue. So when you look inside of this story, um, it's interesting because there's something – um, uh, a rock band dude named Jared Leto reflects on the Las Vegas shooting and his his thing on October the 5th when he went to uh, Ellen DeGeneres' show was nothing can defeat the human spirit. Woohoo! Nothing can defeat it, right? But what I found interesting inside of that, even though he said no matter how much evil there is in the world, nothing can defeat the human spirit, his band that was set to perform was called 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> right? So, so, 
you have oh, to like, like, see, we know what that means. So all I'm gonna say, and I ain't gonna even tell y'all what that means. I'm gonna let, let y'all Google it if it's if it's if it's food enough for you to go through with it. Okay. Now here it is. We talking cosmic stuff about an eclipse that's gonna take place. Nat Turner, Abe Lincoln. This is rebellion and warfare. It's got everything to do with your what we call civil rights, racism, and things like that. Okay. But we're coming from a cosmic angle, right? Eclipse, sun and moon and stuff, right? And Mars was not too far behind that eclipse, by the way, all right? And um, when you start getting into the stories and getting people's, you know, their take on it, they have a band called 32nd to Mars? Come on, man. Come on. But I'm just giving you that little piece to show you this is how you get on that tracing board, as we call it, and you start putting God's clues together. Because the big question is, why does your God want you to see this? That's the real question. That's the real understanding right there. Why is this good for your senses right now? That's the real question. That's the real understanding. So it was one more thing in this. Now, oh, yeah, show you how this thing, because I'm, I, I say it all the time. When I get into my alter ego and get into this, this, this thing, I turn into the Union soldier. And the Union soldier is, hey, I, I, I salute President and also was known as a general, Ulysses S. Grant, who's on the $50 bill, because he was the head general for the Northern Army, who literally was the one who made General Lee of the Confederate slave states of the South, they surrendered on April the 9th. April the 9th should always be a celebration day. That's the day General Lee surrendered. And the Confederate States of the South, 15 of them. So y'all got to see this thing for what it really is. 15 of them, they said, okay, it's, it's over. Generally said it's over. I give up. Okay? And I'll give y'all the starting five because this is a fact. South Carolina went first, said, I'm, I'm out. Abe Lincoln Caney said, I'm out. Remember, the solar eclipse ended in South Carolina. All of this shit is relevant that I'm telling you. Okay? South Carolina was first. Mississippi came in at the two guard. Florida came in at the small forward at the three. The number four was Alabama, if I'm not mistaken, and number five was Georgia. Okay? So those are the starting five for the Confederate States of the South that said, nope, we're going to war because we're keeping slaves. There was a whole other group of Europeans that said, we're, we're part of another diabolical plan because we got something we're going to trick these niggas into, but we need them free in order to trick them. Okay, whatever that trick is, we don't know yet. But it, it, anyway, there was a war that took place, and again, General Grant was the one who was leading that army. Now, when you start getting in this story of this dude in Vegas, it is said that he was in Chicago scouting out another music festival. What do they call it? The the Lollapalooza. All right, music and um, this festival in Chicago. Yeah, Lollapalooza. Yeah. Lollapalooza. And where is that festival mm-hmm. held at? It was held because in Grant Park. Grant Park, which is honoring who? General Ulysses Grant of the Northern Army. Now, I'm going to come off this and we get into this Kanika thing because, see, that happened in Chicago. See? See, all this stuff is relevant. Okay? So my thing is with this General Grant thing, and, 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 and I keep telling y'all, Mr. Jew says like this, the hieroglyphics ain't on the walls no more in, in a dusty sandbox called Egypt. 
It's living inside of your DNA, and people are the walking expressions of this great wisdom. Okay? Now, 50 Cent. We know him for power. Don't act like you don't like power. Power is popping. Power is popping because it's also on what? The Stars Network. So now you got stars and you got power. 50. 50 Cent, who we know is a cancer. United States of America gets its independence on July the 4th because the sun and Sirius and the earth are in a perfect straight line with one another. This is why they did this. 50 Cent along with Kevin Hart is like July 6th. Only two days away, they're in the same alignment. Sirius, okay? Syrian, if this is a Syrian flow, your great ancient ancestors, who you say you, you mess with, the Africans and the Egyptians, they built edifices, monuments, and depicted the goddess Sebdek, female goddess, and later who becomes Isis or Aset, and says, this is the star Sirius, personified as a goddess. They built temples to this whole thing. 50 Cent is born within this alignment. He comes and calls himself 50. When you understand Sirius, there is an invisible star that you can't see that's called Sirius B. Sirius B and the star that you do see, Sirius A, they switch positions like the number eight and do this figure eight dance approximately every 50 years. Thus, United States of America says we're going to have 50 states. Not only do we align ourselves on July 4th and give ourselves our independence on this great alignment that the ancient Africans used, this is some of that Egyptian mysteries unveiled, the ancient African Egyptians and Bogons used this great star, Sophis, as the Greeks called it, okay? The star in calendar system, okay? They used ourselves with this on July the 4th. On July the 4th, the sun appears to be about 13 degrees cancer. So in our infant stages, we're going to start off with 13 uh, colonies, and then we'll have 13 stars and stripes in the flag. As we grow, we're going to switch it and add on. It has 50 states because the 50 is going to be symbolic for the rotation of Sirius A and Sirius B. So then when a physical embodiment of the nation is born, 50 Cent, Kevin Hart, they will come to an immense spotlight of stardom just so you could understand the light cold frequencies that they're emanating. In this case, with 50, I showed you 50 Cent, 50 stars, the power thing, but 50 is also symbolic. Bill, which is who? General Grant. So the way that you get your power, the way that you get your power, let me tell you how you get your power. A brother called me today, and he was like, I heard Minister, I seen Minister Jew post something about, every time he get on the order machine, he, he, he got it up. What you got to do? I said, bro, it's simple. It's, it's so simple, and I, we say this all the time. The techniques that we give are simple techniques. People be like, that's it? Are you serious? It's not the application that's hard. The hardest part of this whole thing is, do you have the discipline 
to do it over and over and over again until you get to your desired location, your desired outcome, your desired goal. That's the hardest thing is the repetition of the whole thing. You get to your power by being happy. And you know exactly what makes you happy. Don't act like you don't know what that is. That, that's why I don't be doing readings like that no more. And I said all problems go to minister Jew. I'm dealing with people who they, 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 they got their problems in check and they on to something else. You got a problem, go holler at the minister. He like it. He loves it. I don't rock with it. I'm dealing with something else. So you get to your power by doing you. Russell Simmons said, do you, and Nike said, just do it. You know what it is. What you're often looking for is a confirmation to confirm that it's okay for you to do exactly what it is that you're thinking. So we're in Chicago now. We're in Grant Park now. We told y'all these energies was coming. And it points to what? Your freedom, your liberation, your greatness. And not none of that stuff that my brother was getting into earlier that talks about it's a trick. You're going to get locked down. And I'll come off the gas with this. And how you know it's bogus? How you know the conspiracy is bogus like that? I'll never forget you pointed it out. You said, man, when you start rioting and tearing stuff up, the police give you a curfew and tell you, please go in the house, because that's what a curfew is. Please go in the house. We don't want to have to do anything else. We, 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 we don't want to, for some reason, they don't want to institute the final plan to grab all of you up and put you all off somewhere. For some reason, they say, please go in the house. It's a curfew tonight. It doesn't add up. But we in Chicago. Go ahead, Minister Drew Kanika. What's happening? Man, well, you know, same with Kanika, man. Most people probably familiar with the story. It was a young lady, I think she was like 19 or something, and went to a hotel party. Um, uh, I forget the name of the, the damn town out here in Chicago, but she went to a hotel. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, she never made it back home. And, you know, with some videos surfaced. Looks like they were in a hotel room and, you know, a couple young ladies there, obviously a few guys. And, um, you know, they they found this young lady's body in a freezer. And, it, you know, it just sent people into an uproar, and rightfully so, because people are trying to get to the bottom of what actually happened. And um, so, you know, it just led to everybody, they, they had their investigative hats on, man. Everybody turned into Sherlock Holmes, man. It was like that type of thing. And, um, you know, it was, you know, then they released a video and then people was coming out. Look, I mean, man, one video came out, man. They was like, look, see, it goes somebody right there. They go, look, look at that shadow. Look at that person right there. They edited the video. Look, 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 look. And I'm looking at this video and I'm like, I don't see any of this. Like, what are they talking about? Like, the videos that they release to the public, when people are going back saying, look right there, look, look, look. And I'm looking, and I'm like, what do these people see here? Like, I don't see none of what they see. They see it. And then as it progressed, people had started Photoshopping some of the, the images. 
They put a dude there at the steps. And, I mean, this shit looks real. You know what I mean? And I teach that phenomenon, too, of really the photo, the hippocampus is the Photoshop of the mind. But nonetheless, in the external world, when we actually looking at things of that nature, then, you know, it's already a foregone conclusion. You got a dead person here, a young lady who's died. So, you know, people putting these images out, forging these images and whatnot, and they like, man, you know, uh, you know, I mean, it was just a bunch of conspiracy behind it. Like, I mean, like I've never seen before, damn near, when it comes to conspiracy. And, um, you know, they were saying that it wasn't her in the video and all this type of thing. And, you know, the family, now this is, this lady has a mother, this young lady has a mother, friend, like none of the family members ever came on the record and said, that's not my baby on that video. Like none of them ever came on the record to say that. Not from the, the, the news stories that I followed. Like, you know, you never heard no outcry from her family's lawyer, from her mama. Now, you know, if it, you know your daughter or your son when you see your son on the video camera, you know, okay, yeah, that's them. No, that's not them. That never happened in this case. But, um, you know, uh, the, you know, she was staggering, like really, really staggering through these through this hotel. And um, the first time I saw the video, the initial thing that came to my mind was this young lady under that type of influence of drugs or alcohol or whatever it was that she was consuming at that party, I said, it looked like she's been taken over in a possession type of way. I said, because I haven't, I've seen people pissy drunk before, right? When you're drunk like that and intoxicated, you usually, like people fall down. Like they, they don't keep their balance, but all of those videos that I saw, she staggered all through those hallways and never fell down, which was very odd to me. And I said, well, no, Jew, people who get drunk like that, they be staggering around and they trip up and fall and they be looking real klutzy and their friends who with them got to help their drunk ass up and all this type of thing. So I'm like, nah, I look like something else is in, in this situation here that's like guiding her to, to her death. Almost, and um, you know, she you know, she didn't knock on anybody's door, right? She didn't mistakenly walk into a bathroom and sit in the stall. Like it was none of that happened, which all of that could have been a possibility under the conditions and circumstances in which we are the information we're being told. But then none of that happened. So I'm like, no, it's another form of intelligence that is taking over this woman's motor cortex, right? And has her guiding her to a remote location in this hotel because when they when they break the story down, they said nobody was in this area, nobody uses this freezer anymore. But somehow, this young lady finds herself in that region of the hotel. Very, 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 very strange. Now the speculation around it. It could be a lot of speculation because they said that no video camera ever showed her going into the – but then the hotel's response was we didn't have any cameras directly pointed at the freezer. We, u- we utilized all of the cameras that we had uh, at the angles that we had it, and that's the only assumption that we can come up with, right? So, um, you know, of course it could be speculation about it because you never saw her physically walking into the freezer, but 
But my thing is, is once the autopsy came back, the coroner gave his report a couple of days ago, the coroner flat out said it. There was no evidence of rape or sexual assault. What we did find was alcohol consumption and some type of uh, drug that is used to deal with epilepsy, right? Soon as I heard that word, that even pushed my instincts further to what I thought initially. Now, for those that don't know the neuroscience, I'm going to talk about it really briefly here. But first, before I go into this, I want to say this too. The family also conducted a private investigation of the situation and uh, 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 the autopsy on her body, and the reports came out the same. So now, if you so now if you're trying to go conspiracy and say, oh, they could have fabricated the records, the coroner, well, the family hired somebody, an independent person, to go in there and do the same thing, and that's what they found as well. So. You know, I mean, how far are you going to go with the conspiracy, you know? But anyways, um, to touch on this neuroscience about possession, people who have epilepsy or epileptic seizures, okay, this is a, this is a phenomenon that is, that is occurring in the temporal lobes. So if you, if you want to know where your temporal lobes are at, just put your hands or your fingers right above the top of your ear, Along the side, you know how when you get a little headache and you kind of put your hand on the side of your head, like you just rub all the way back from that point all the way to the back of the head on the side, along where your ear is at, right? And that those are your temporal lobes. And uh, what happens is people who have high levels of epileptic seizures, according to some of the neuroscience and the studies on this phenomenon, these people are easier to be induced or have a, what we call a supernatural phenomenon happen to them, all right? Uh, Because these structures, where this epilepsy is taking place is down in the Olympic brain, where these other players are responsible for creating inner imagery, right? Um, Hearing voices, all of this type of phenomenon starts to place in this region of the brain, when you start to study it from the dynamic that I study it from, um, you'll see in a lot of these clinical uh, research studies that people with epileptic problems are more prone to have what we consider to be supernatural or spiritual phenomenon happen to them. All right? So the coroner said that when these, when alcohol and this particular drug that she was using, right, uh, when they mix with one another, they heighten each other. They, it's like they become uh, like Batman and Robin or, you know, any dynamic duo, you know, Jordan and Pippin. Once they get together, it's like lights out when these two uh, actually, the chemical compounds start to merge with one another. And so um, it's another factor that I would have to look at to go back and look at that night to see what was going on on these spheres on this planet to really, really get an indicating, uh, a real indication. I haven't looked at that yet. But just when I heard that off the top, I said, man, that young girl went in there and drunk that alcohol, popping some type of pill of some sort. And, um, you know, in that moment, it, it, was, it was a walk-in. Something walked clean in there and guided her directly to her death. You know what I mean? Um, sounds really strange, but 
When we look at the video and we see her staggering, she never fell. It just like seemed like something unworldly was holding her up. It, it, looked, it looked extremely disturbing, like something else was disfigured in her, holding her up to get her to her final destination, which ended up being the freezer. And um, I always think about this parable uh, in Scripture when the Christ meets this deranged dude at the graveyard, and he's completely out of his wits, and uh, the Christ is talking to this, this spirit in him, and he says, man, what is your name? Give me your name. And this evil spirit says, I am legion. We are many. And they, he casts out this legion of spirits into these pigs in this nearby flock. Pigs run down the hill and drown to their own death. And so when we start to understand the phenomenon of uh, the higher constitutions of, of, of mind, um, we start to understand that these entities that can take over your vessel, especially when you start to take drugs, different drugs, you become wide open to um, uh, other entities that can attach, attaching spirits, right? Because you, you're no longer in control of your motor senses, right? You, you, you've allowed, you know, this intoxication of many sorts to come into your being, and now you're wide open, right? Because your regular way that is working when you're under a regular state of awareness is no longer that state anymore. It's regular. Thalamus is regulating all of your sensory perceptions at a different pace when you're taking in these alcohols and these drugs, right? And so since everything is thought and everything is mental, another entity on a plane of thought can come in and trap your vessel, right? So, uh, you know, those, you know, I always think about that parable when I when I think about her situation because that entity knew it was it was leading her right to death, and that's exactly what happened. You know, she walked she walked inside of a, a freezer in a location in a hotel that nobody was around that wasn't being used. How did she know the freezer was there? She didn't know the freezer was there, right? The entity understood that this is where I need to get her, right? Because when you start to understand consciousness, you realize that it's non-local. We think that these bodies is it, that anything outside, we can't have any form of communication and contact outside of a physical body, and that is emphatically not true. And I got the neuroscience for that, too. And I say that type of, them type of goodies for my members when we get on these members' calls and actually show them the case studies on this actual lab phenomenon and experiments dealing with this type of phenomenon. So... Um, that's Minister Jew's take on the Tamika Jenkins story, man. Uh, if you want to add that to beer, feel free. I know you was mentioning the right of protection. You might feel like you want to bring that back out, man. You know? Oh, man. Oh, man, I'm going to keep that under wraps. <laughs> but, no, man, but see, here's the thing, too. Um, you know, it's very, this thing is very interesting. When you look at the Masonic symbolism um, that they're given, something called the, you know, the, the trestle board is where you, you know, the architect goes to his his board and he sketches out the grand design. And remember, the Masonic symbol got the G in the middle. So let's, let's say it stands for God. And the whole thing is, you know, you can measure God's reality 
especially for you humans, because, you know, we, we live in this, this, this place that got four seasons. So reality definitely can be measured without a shadow of a doubt. And so in this science that, you know, um, that we use, the cosmic science, um, the death time or the time that, that, that Kanika was uh, discovered, 1224 a.m. September the 10th, um, at that precise time in the Chicago area, the planet in the absolute highest portion of the sky, this is, this is very important in, in this science because the southern portion of the sky is known as the meridian. It's the high point also known as Midhaven. It's the highest point. It's kind of like the sun at 12 o'clock. It's at its highest, it's at its highest point of Venus. When the planet is at the highest point in the sky, this kind of gives you, this is the boss because he's sitting in the highest position per se, right? The planet Neptune is there. And if you know about the cosmos right now, Neptune is at home in Pisces. So this is a double influence of, Spirituality, it's, it's that spiritual, that's mysticism, that's drugs, alcohol. Only thing you got to do is Google keyword Neptune and astrology and start looking at the keywords. You're going to see hallucinations. Uh, you're going to see uh, just really spiritual possessions as well, spirituality, drugs, alcohol. It's all the same thing, all right? Facts that this 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 planet was at the highest portion of the sky at that time, but I'm gonna back up a little bit because I'm gonna I can I get on my tracing board the cosmos, and then I can say I can concur. And shout out to my man too, um, just in case you think it's a joke. Seriously, uh, my man Dave Campbell out in Arizona, who got a piece called Forensic Astrology where he's so cold with it, every now and then the Scottsdale Police Department hires him on to use the science to help them crack the code when they can't figure it out. Minister Jew says it like this, when your left brain runs out of all logic, your ass needs to sit down and you go pray or you go sleep on it or you better go towards some spiritual component to prayer to try to get some type of other answer because your logical brain is exhausted at this particular point. So this is why you buckle down and you get on your knees because it has to come from another place from within or what you think is really without, you know, out of you. It's coming from a different place. So you buckle down and you get on those knees and you make that Hail Mary prayer. I want to back up a little bit to go back to Vegas to show you the connection about the eclipse because we, 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 we pinpointed some things, but I want to show you in the heavens that at the time uh, the call started coming in, 911, was 10.05 p.m. Vegas time. So if you throw a chart up at 10.05 p.m. Las Vegas time, what was all of the planets, particularly 29 degrees, 28, 29 degrees um, Leo, because that's where the eclipse took place, okay? Now, this was absolutely in the northern portion of the sky, exact due north, okay? Now, this is called the IC, which is the northern hemisphere is very interesting because did the slaves get free following the North Star, or is that just me? Uh, that must mean something. 
The slaves really did get free. Nobody's debunking that, arguing conspiracy on that. Slaves really got free by understanding celestial navigation. Okay? So, if you got free through the North Star, and I say it like this because it always comes back through culture, shout out to General Motors who came with the Cadillac and put the North Star engine in there. Okay? Because all, if you know, if you're from anywhere besides the East Coast, because <laughs> they was all Hondas and Acuras, if you was in the Midwest, the Shah, down south, anywhere besides the East Coast, you was riding the lack. At some point in time, you understood the power of the Cadillac, okay? And so the northern star, or the northern, the northern star position at the time that the call started coming in from Vegas was pointing directly at the eclipse portion of space in the northern sky. I'm not making this up. only thing you got to do, go to astro.com, create a free account, put in the day of the shooting, August 1st, 2017, as a birthday, the time of birth, 10.05 p.m., scroll down, and you're going to see something called IC. It's going to say IC0, which is zero degrees Virgo, the eclipse took place at 28 degrees, Leo. That's only two degrees away. So I guarantee it's the same energy, and technically that translates to eight minutes, okay? So if that's the northern portion and that's your navigation system, what is, again, what is it pointing to? We already told you earlier, it's pointing to the spiritual phenomenon. Listen, I'm just going to say it. Dude had a possession took place called Nat Turner. And, and even with Kanika Jenkins taking place on the eve of 9-11, we showed y'all before that, that see, you got to remember, on 9-11, everybody gets together and cry and mourn, and people go down to the memorial and they send off a negative, painful emotion, rightfully so. We understand it, okay? This painful emotion like clockwork on call 9-11, you call it 9-11 on your regular calendar time, all right? But in the cosmos, this is taking place at a certain degree in the Virgo constellation over and over and over again. You're programming this particular area with a negative emotion over and over and over and over and over. You keep looping it. So back in, hmm, when was that, Jude? 2008, if I'm not mistaken, there was a crane collapse. Um, was that 2008? It was, a, hold on, the Mecca, the Mecca, the Mecca crane collapse in 2015, on September the 11th, 2015, in Mecca, where the Muslims pray, the people who are, let's just say it, responsible for 9-11 according to the perception and history of, of the world, a crane collapsed on a mosque on September the 11th, and it killed 111 people? Are you kidding me? This is what we mean by light is intelligence. Because lightning and a windstorm came. That's interesting. Those kind of things are in the Bible, in Scripture. 
Lightning and a windstorm came and knocked the crane over. But I am telling you that that comes from the negative emotional output from the people on the other side of the Atlantic, the Americans, who are crying at this memorial, and that negative energy built up to a point that it finally had its time where it can crystallize into a physical event. Don't you understand the science of the jet stream, that the, the storms come from what appears from the West Coast over to the East Coast, across the Atlantic, over to what we will call Africa, and then the Middle East? And then you can say it comes from them and it loops around and comes back to us again because where is the starting point when you're in a circle if you can understand that basic analogy? But my point is, and we keep saying space is very intelligent. So when you start looking into Delhi crane um, incidents, the record holder for the most deadliest crane accident before this one happened on 9-11 and 111 people died was New York City. The same people who are at the memorial or the same location where the negative imprint took place at in space. You think that's a coincidence? Absolutely not. This is how it works. This is why Minister Jew has to inform me what's going on in the outside world. Because every thought that you get to a degree, since there's nothing new under the sun, because every organic thought that you have, even if this, the Wright brothers happen to build an airplane, the materials that it takes to get the airplane has already been thought of by somebody else because they got to sell it to you. So you're constantly under the suggestion of somebody, this is why that light bulb goes off in your head, like, bing, where did that idea come from? Oh, it came from somewhere. So you're always constantly under certain suggestions. That's not necessarily a bad thing either, but sometimes it can be as, as you see in these particular cases. All right? So with that, man, if you want to open up the lines, bro, you know, whatever you want to do, man, it was 930, you know, we can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, man, I just want to add one more thing. You know, they got U.S. patents, man. I went over this with my members today, dealing with the science of images and electromagnetism, inducing a change in the physiology and having effect on your on your sensory perceptions, man. So when you really get into this information, like when you really start digging and finding these little nuggets, it becomes clear. You know, um, like you said, a walk-in, man, with the right technique, you 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 could take over any vessel, you know. But it's just another nugget I throw out there uh, as far as how how plausible this thing is, man. As far as as, as stepping in into another person's consciousness and, and planting an idea, and they be thinking it, it was theirs the whole time. Really, really interesting. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man, you you can open the line. Well, because I ain't got long, man. My battery's low. Maybe we'll take a couple questions, whatever. Yeah, we'll take the top three. If you got a call, if you got a question, go ahead. Um, now's the time. You can go ahead, press one, ask a question, man. Um, and we'll we get straight to you. You know, don't be shy. And, um, 
Or comment. Either it doesn't matter. Question or comment. Yeah, he's real free. Press, press one. Comment. Press one. You come up to the top of the queue. Who oh, I got? I got Jew here. Yeah. Y'all and y'all. Nobody, nobody in the queue? Man, man, that's how it be, man. Once we get to wrap it up, that's when somebody going to press one. Going once. Going twice. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Let me see here. Uh, call from the 212 What's happening? Yeah, what's up, fellas? Hey, what's going hey, on, hey, bro? Oh. I'm good. I'm good, man. Yeah, I've been hearing everything you guys are talking about, man, and it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think, you know, it's kind of training myself to be more, uh, to kind of look, look at things more from a spiritual realm as opposed to a conspiracy realm. And so uh, everything that you guys were saying tonight was pretty much on point. Uh, but I also wanted to add that uh, in that respect, uh, I guess I should, what, I, what I want to ask is how should we approach opening uh, our acquaintances or our associates' mind to this type of information, man? Because like I said, we all have the capability to be able to uh, spiritually critique society in certain events. So how do you guys – I mean, how do I share this with, with friends, man? How do I try to – I mean, I don't want to overwhelm them or spook them. So how would you guys suggest that I introduce this kind of information to them? Man, uh, you want to you go first, Bill, or, or how you want to play that? Um, I mean, my answer is simple, bro. Um, and thank you. That's a good question, man. Be a shining example. Um, there are some that's curious, and you got to have patience. And the ones, you know, you you know who you can drop a jewel on, and you can drop it, and you maybe can kind of. I like asking. Jew always messes with me all the time because I pose things as a question versus a statement and whatnot, and um, that way it's a little bit more of an open end thing, and they can they can put their opinion on it and whatnot. So it's not you telling them something; it's you asking them something, and that question is really a seed. And if they like those kind of questions, they probably come back to you and ask you uh, a question or start trying to bounce it off you and whatnot. Um, so just kind of you got to be careful on casting your pearls to swine because, you know, some people ain't going to get it, and it starts to stunt. It, it, you know, it literally can stunt their growth if you force it on them and you put it too much, and then it starts to turn into rejection, and then it starts to turn into the evil eye. We call it a trough, which is a person going in the opposite direction on an energetic level than you are, but the evil eye is they start looking at you with, oh, this, this, this nigga think he deep and nobody want to hear that and he weird or whatever. And you sitting up here, you know, talking freely about the stuff that you do and you start getting inside of your goals. Next thing you know, they're looking at you with the stink eyes, my son call it. And um, the mere observation of them looking at you with negative energy is low-key slowing down or interfering with your objective and your goal. So you have to be real careful in who you share with. My opinion is ask the question and ask the person what they think, and then if they can start to have the dialogue, then there you go. The dialogue is going from right there. And other than that, you know, don't say nothing. You know what I mean? Nothing. And then ask you, and you got to be real patient, man, because this thing sometimes is a lifetime in a sense. There is no time like that anyway. You know what I mean? Uh, when you understand you truly are an immortal being, you know what I mean. So you know, don't don't rush it and just ask the question. That's that's my take on it. 
right. My um my response to that question or answer best way I can answer it is at the top of the show we talked about well no maybe it was on a webinar today. I, I told my members like look, you know, we could talk about some of these things but I would much rather have you focus your attention on your own personal goals, right? So, like, a show tonight, this was just some spur of the moment, you know, and Pooh hit me up. He's like, man, we should do a show. So we hadn't done one in a while, so we just decided to do it. Other than that, I might write a post about it and keep it moving. But always by example from the positive things that you're able to manifest in your life, from utilizing the information on a personal level, right? So, like, you know, um, like in my own family, people see me acquiring this, being able to do that. And they start to ask questions, right? So the more successful you become from applying these principles that we talked about tonight that just so happen to be in alignment with some stories that happen on a national level, these same principles can be used in your personal life to bring forth happiness and prosperity and all these different things. You know, we spoke about how we $4 million on testimonials, all kind of stuff happening to people all over the place. So what happens is naturally when you start to apply this information, and learn how to use it for yourself, and you're creating this, and you're generating this, and this is changing your life, people are always present and front row ready to see your life change. You know, people who are genuinely want to see their life change and do better, they always start asking you questions like, hey, bro, you know, you know what, what, what happened to you to make you change? And how were you able to do that? You know, what, you know what's that all about? And from there, once you start to like, hey, look, you know, I changed my way of thinking. You know, I found out that this is actually what's going on in my mind. And if I started thinking, then that will lead people to ask more questions because one thing they cannot deny is results. I don't care how much they think they know or how much they, they don't want to know what they think they shouldn't have to know. Uh, when they start to see you having expansion in your life and then they're still stuck in the same place, dealing with it from a conspiracy point of view, then eventually they're going to have to say, well, God damn, wait a minute now. All this stuff, he's, what he's thinking now, he's seeing it, he's, his life is changing from these principles. So like Ampu said, being an example, showing people that you're bettering your own personal situation will always have people ready to pay top dollar price and in entrance into the theater of your mind. So um, always keep that in mind, man. Absolutely. That was an excellent question. Thank you, beloved. Anybody else you got a question, hit one. Ask your question. Make sure you get it out because after that we got to mute the line for quality purposes. But uh, if you got a question, press one. Anybody? We're going. All right. I got you. We're coming over to the 908884. What's happening? Hi, this is Minister Jew and Hello, can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. This be there. Hi, this this is Kai. I apologize, my phone has been going in and out. This is Kai. What's up, um, Kai? Um, I love. Yes, it is Kelly Kai. <laughs> I love all this information, and it really does support, um, you know, the way that I. I think and try to look at my day-to-day, but that's my question, is how do you still see and interact on just your, I call it the mundane side of the day-to-day and still try try to find the balance between 
this, the occult studies, and everyday living? What what what's the balance there? Because sometimes I find myself sort of isolated because you know just talking to you know trying to have casual conversations. When I listen to how some people think, I just really look at them like, wow, that's so shallow and superficial. You know, just not they don't challenge themselves to go beyond that. And like you said, I always get the comment like, okay, here she come again. You know, nothing is just food. It's always, they call it, you know, uh, food. They call it all up in the air. So how do you find that balance between all of this? Gotcha. Well, well, like Aunt Pooh said, uh, not casting your pearls to swine, right? Uh, Interjecting in places where people are not seeking any type of light or guidance, right? And so, again, what happens is when you start to make yourself an example of prestige and success, everybody wants that, right? And so it becomes easier for you to have a dialogue with people because they'll search you out. You know what I mean? So when you're in them type of environments, you know, um, you just don't have to engage in certain conversations, you know, to be really blunt about it. You don't have to engage in, in certain dialogues, you know. And if, when you become a, when you really become a master at it, you'll learn how to uh, veer the conversation off in another direction without it being so forceful or being so uh, uh, demanding in the way that you view this thing called life. And it gets people to start to ask questions. You know what I mean? Or you share your perspective, right? And, and learn how to share it in a way where you don't have to get into all the technical terms about what it is that you're learning. Because, like Aunt Pooh said, if you ask the question, people don't feel offended by it. You know what I mean? But if you make a statement, then they're like, who the hell does she think she is? You know, always coming around here. But when you ask a question, it gives, it gives room for dialogue to emerge. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's, that's, that's the best thing I have. And, here, once you, and it's another technique that we employ in the membership, uh, the golden aura, you'll learn that you can, you can start to affect the environment of people around you by placing subjective imagery in, in a visualization to, to change the space around you, right? To make the people around you um, not as, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, an uh, opposition or offended. They'll be, they'll be magnetized towards your light. You know what I mean? So uh, once you get to that stage where you get to the golden <laughs> aura, then you'll completely understand, you know, what I'm saying. Absolutely. This is, see, this is when y'all start, you get to a point where um, your level of magnetism starts to affect people, then they start to become, they start to become your little clone in a sense. And, um, you know, and this is why you cannot, abuse that level of, of um, let's just call it power. Um, so, you know, be, be responsible with, with that because that, that's very true. You can start to have certain um, meditations and, and practices and, and people start saying exactly what you've been rehearsing the whole time. Um, I'll say this. Um, we gonna, we, this place, Earth, Malkuf, is, is fun. And what happens is oftentimes when we get spiritual and we start elevating, it be, it becomes hard to balance because we become a little bit disinterested 
disinterested inside of the, the earthly matters. And the key here is what I love about our day and time right now in the Western world, the, the, the Western world is the material world because we all, you know, like Madonna said, you know, it's the material girl thing. This is the land of the milk and honey and the riches. The spiritual practices and even Christianity in itself, they, they are all Eastern. So we have to bridge the two. The, the East don't have or didn't have for a long time material riches, but they had a gang of spiritual wisdom. And the West was very ignorant, but had a gang of material riches. So the way that you bridge the hemispheres on the earth, i.e. your brain as well, and your spiritual slash physical reality, is you have to fall back in love with those, uh, with that inner child and those pursuits of happiness that you have. And, and once you stay on that trail, that becomes your balance. You see what I'm saying? Because in this journey, in the Western, in, in, over here, we're taught that, you know, money is the root of all evil or, you know, you know, the spirit and you can't, when you die, you can't take it with you. And let me tell you something, we got, we got live pictures. Oh, you think we'll be talking about a spooky anybody with, with the, with the walk-in thing? Then just ask to see the pictures that we got from when we went to Las Vegas, I mean, to um, New Orleans. And when we took the pictures, because our sensitive people around us that was like, you know, I hear a spirit, take a picture. And when we took the pictures, it was these, quote, unquote, what you would call ghosts walking down Bourbon Street with the red, with the red plastic cup that you get from Family Dollar in your hand having a drink walking down the street. Another one riding a bike with stonewashed jeans on with a, with a garbage bag on the basket of her old school swin bicycle. Another one with no head in the B-boy stance with his arm crossed in the hallway taking the pose specifically for us because we was taking the picture. You could not see him with the physical eye, but the camera caught him and he posing. So we'll be talking about spiritual walking again. We're not talking about no theory, man. This is actual real-life stuff that we have experience with. But to bring it back, your balance point is your love and your earthly passions. And, and again, like we told the brother earlier, just, just, just fall in love with your whole process. You know what I mean? Your manifestation because it's still things you got to get. You ain't got to push that to the back burner. And I ain't saying you did, but oftentimes that's what's happened. That that happens, and then that creates this bridge, this disconnect, and we just got to we got to rebridge that. So just fall in love with your passions all over again, and then do your spiritual practices and whatnot, and they go hand in hand. We're gonna get into this in the light body joint because mental alchemy was the name of the game. It ain't about no physical lead turning into gold. It's talking about how do you transmute, because lead is lead poison, like like Flint, Michigan. That's poison. That's really talking about your exited thoughts that produces disease, your unhappiness, your conspiracies that shut you down all the time. That's that. The gold is your illuminated self. When you bling, bling, and then you're happy, and your man bought you a gold ring, and you get married, and he's putting on his gold Cuban link or his old school herringbone, and he's putting triple gold D's on that thing. The gold is your happy state. That's your King Tut state, right? So what you do is we're going to get into this realm of alchemy where 
you use the quote-unquote challenging negative situations to transmute them. You have to use earth as your dojo. This is your practice realm where these negative things come or these irking people come to see if you can not be irritated, to see if you can somehow shift the energy, whether you're doing it through what Minister Jew said, and the subjective imagery through the golden and let's see, the golden aura technique that you would get, or just through your meditation and through your, again, your example, your shining example, you start to change the reality of you. You have to make it a game. And I always use the Kung Fu master, very disciplined, very, very skilled in meditation and very peaceful. But the moment that you encroach upon him, there's a whole other side that's going to come out called whip ass. He's not going around bullying people, but he understands the divine balance on how to keep the energies in check, meaning you must learn how to navigate the other side. And the ugly side for the Kung Fu master is to learn how to kick your ass. You see what I'm saying? But you got to do this mentally now and in a fun state. So that's how you balance yourself. Just fall in love with your passion and get on your mental practices and whatnot. Uh, we take one more before we got to get up out of here. Anybody else? Press one. The final one, who is it going to be? Who's going to step up to the plate? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, man. Since it was two more, we get you. All right, I'm going to do 267. 520, I'll come to you. you be the last one. I'm sorry, 704. I see you now. Y'all want to press one. Y'all ain't right. 267, what's happening? 591, what's going on? 267, you there? Hello. All right. I got you. Oh, there you go. Uh, go ahead. What's that? You there, 267? We got 13 minutes of stream time. Hello? Left, so we got to get an announcement in before we go. But, yeah, go ahead. Hello? What's that? Hey. Peace. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. What's going on? Hey, peace, Uncle. Peace, Joe. What's happening, Mother? Peace, peace. All right, I'm gonna try to um, like be quick, but I want to talk about uh, Tanika. I mean, Kanika, Kanika Jenkins. Mhm. Um, real quick, my sister and I, we was fo- keeping up with the story. We was we was following it, and um, for some reason, we just kept texting each other, calling one another. It, it really hit. It was like really bothering us. The whole her whole death and how everything happened, but from the from the door when I seen the video, I, I seen her walking. I said it looked like that a um, spirit had her hand, like it was guiding her, like the way her hand was. It looked like it's guiding her by her hand to the freezer mm-hmm. before they start chopping it up, before they start dissecting it. Um, from the door, I was like, this is like somebody's like holding up, just guiding her. And, it, and for the longest, I mean, Kanika was just on my mind. I was just thinking about that little sweetheart for so long. Um, I think that maybe I, I saw a part of myself within her. And um, right around the time when, you know, all this happened, the, uh, a female had surfaced from my past, uh, maybe from back from 2001, before I had children, um, she, uh, when I used to work, she was a supervisor, and she located me, found, found me through social media, and out of the blue, without us having any type of 
um, connection with one another, she had invited me to um, like this, one of her a birthday party, and I, and I don't you know I don't I don't do parties anymore. Like I haven't been to a party in ages, so I, I was like kind of step back. I said, "Damn, so she invited me to parties. She was amping it up. Yeah, you know, um, I want you to. I got this invitation for you to um, be at um, at this place at this time and." Uh, oh, free drinks, free drinks, and um, oh, but you gotta pay for your shots, and I'm like, I'm, and I'm laughing to myself, like, she, I haven't seen, I haven't spoken with this girl in over ten years, and she's talking about free drinks and shots, like she don't even understand, like I don't, I don't even do shots, like what are you talking about? But she kept, you know, she was um following, following along, like you know. This is during the during the time Kamika, uh, God bless the dead. You know, um, I really pray that young girl her um, her soul is at peace. I, I you know I I pray for that. Um, so it, during so during this time, this this female is is contacting me. You know, uh, Lauren trying to lure me out of my little comfort zone, out into this. Um, area where I probably would have to drive over an hour just to get to late at night, in the middle of the night, for drinks and shots and alcohol and whatever else goes on in, in these establishments. And I, I, I was like, something was like hitting me up, and I was kind of laughing to the side. I'm like, no. Um, and she said, are you going to be able to make it? So I finally told her, look, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm sorry. And um, two weeks later, she's like, oh, yeah, birthday party number two. Like, she was really trying to, you know, lure me out. But the reason why I um, I, I called, I really wanted to call, because I always remember, and I still always remember that uh, Minister Jew always speak about, you know, finding yourself in the story, you know. And I, I, I know, you know, what happened to Kanika, happened to uh, Kanika, but I'm just like, you know, what, what do I? What what am I supposed to get from this? Like, why am I feeling so connected to this story to this, to this young girl? Like, why am I feeling this way? And um, you know, I I realized that at, at this point in my life, and I I think our sisters, you know, who, who and people who kind of really felt that that um, connection with Kanika, and that is a lot of shit got to get 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 cut out, you know, like. What they was doing up in, in that hotel and that drinking and that alcohol and drugging and um, a lot of things got to you know just got to stop. It, it really it, it, it got to stop and you know people got to put a lot of things to the side and, and connect with you know something spiritual or religious or or something like that uh, because if not you know you, you're not going to have you know too much of a life, you know, things will take over you and things will will overcome you eventually, either in a young age, in your youth, or in your in your elder life. And that's that's what I, I took from it. I had to find something for it. I had, you know, I mean, you know, she passed away, and I, I don't think she she didn't pass away in vain because I I mean I found something from her because even through her through through. Through what happened, through that whole that whole story of, of investigation and all that video overplay, um, this sister was reaching out to me, come out, come out, you know, drinks, drinks, free shots, free shots. 
you know, she was, and I was like, wow, well, I don't even know. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave my babies at home, and I'm just going to go out to, you know, to this. And I was speaking with my sister, my my uh, blood sister, and we were really going in on it. And um, what I what I took from Kanika is that you know a lot of worldly things, a lot of things got to get um, cut out. It's not the time to play with your um, livelihood. It's not time to play with your life. It's not the time to you know, not recognize that, you know, you're a spiritual being and that at any time, you know, you can be open up to elements and you can lose your life and which could take you away from your children, could take you away from your husband, your man, so forth and so on. So I, I just, but what I pray and what I hope is that, you know, do these things that happen, um, baby girl, Kanika, I, I really pray that, Somebody, these young girls, these young guys somewhere realize that you can't be putting things in your body. You can't be doing things, taking yourself and putting yourself in elements and situations where you're going to allow, you know, uh, spiritual things and different elements to take over you and lead you to the, lead you to your death. You know, so I, I just I had to make some type of sense out of it for myself. Like I said earlier, right. I. I always hear Minister Jew voice, you know, you have to find yourself in the story. And I'm like, no, let me, one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to find myself here. Let me let me see what it is I'm supposed to get out of this. And honestly, right around the time Kanika passed away, it was, it was there was a, a supervisor from 10 years ago, out the blue. I mean, and I used to work 11 to 7 shift, and nobody likes 11 to 7 shift supervisor. <laughs> she fired people. All type of stuff. I don't know what her situation. I wasn't even friends with this lady. You know, I'm just thinking to myself, where did she come from inviting me out? You know, offering me alcohol and drinks. You know, I'm like at a very prime time in my life. Like prime time in my life. Like where is she coming from? I said no. You. I was like no. Come on now. Uh uh. No. Not to. No. I just wanted to. On it, and thank you all for giving you know the opportunity for me to do so because, um, like I said, me, my, my sister and I was talking about it back and forth, and um, hopefully, this gave me the opportunity to kind of get it out more to like a bigger audience. Um, and I hope that somebody on the other side feels me, connects with me, they can you know and pass it along to, you know, their younger sister or their younger daughter, you know, just be, you know, take this story and be careful when you when you go in, when you socializing out here in this in this world with the type of elements that can jump in. When you're doing alcohol, when you're abusing it, when you're young, you know, when when you're not um when you're not centered into a, a spiritual system. So I that, that's that's what I hope to come out that, you know, somebody um hear what I'm saying, recognize what it, and pass it along. Indeed. Like, you know, the younger girls, the younger generation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we thank you for calling and, and, drop, and dropping that uh, wisdom. I always see yourself in the story, and it's so dope that you were able to magnetize um, a reality, a parallel reality that could have been, you know, that was total opposite of you and where you're at, which was, a danger zone. So it's, it's, it showed up in your reality as a confirmation to keep doing you. And that's interesting because you're talking about stopping and paying attention. 
She was in a freezer, freeze, and, and Homeboy was on the 32nd floor. If you know science, water starts to freeze at 32 degrees. So these two are very connected in meaning we need to slow down something and start to get ready to focus somewhere else. We only got four minutes, technically three minutes left of stream time. Um, again, Sunday, October the 15th, next week, the webinar, the Egyptian Mysteries, we going ham. We're talking about the mound systems over here. I'm going to show you the light that appears at these beautiful places. We're going to get into these different states of consciousness. Most important, what to do, because the energy is popping off over here. That's the key. So instead of being uh, responding and playing defense, learn how to come into this energy and learn how to project your thoughts individually and as a collective group. We're going to show you the power of that in this particular webinar. Next week, you get to it. My Astrology Coach dot com sign up on the email list if you're not there myastrologycoach.com go to the shop tab go to webinar that's october the 15th next sunday uh, after that october 22nd prime minister what you got uh man quantum tunneling challenge 28 days man these principles uh they're a little bit this quantum physics and the mechanics of consciousness we're gonna tackle this thing man and see your goals to come to fruition in four weeks that's the aim that's the mission that's the goal and that's what we're going to get accomplished. We're going to utilize all the tools available in regards to this quantum um, dynamic, man, to get this thing done uh, and really put this thing in overdrive. So uh, if you're interested in a 28-day challenge, you get to the website, theimaginationguru.com, click on the Shops tab, uh, and hit the webinar link, and it'll take you right to the page where you can participate from there. Again, theimaginationguru.com, Shops tab, webinars. And you'll see the 28-day challenge there. That's it for me, man. That's what it is. That ends on December 9th. I'm sorry, November 19th. And on November 19th, um, we had a Cosmic Light Body course that's taking place. Listen, I'm telling you, y'all just heard Mother Shantae that was on. That's the one that's on the image on the slideshow where her face literally glows from literally practicing solar principles. Get in this joint. We're talking about enlightenment, and we're talking about bringing in the light. Get in it, man. It's on the front page, myastrologycoach.com. Um, I called your number. I'm going to keep my word right here. This is the last call. I'm sorry, 704, but if it's like that and you really need us, you can give us a call on our lines, man. Our numbers is on the website. Feel free to call us. But we'll take that last caller, 520370. What's happening? What's your name? Hello. Um, I just have a quick question. And um, mm-hmm. and. And and a person's journey Dandy towards. I'm sorry. Is Dandy? What's your name? Oh, jeez, it's Denise. You don't want to know my Denise. name. Denise, there you I, go. I, hey, yeah, I know your voice. I go, have, go ahead. What's up? <laughs> I know. I, you know, I have to deal with a lot of people, and I'm finding now. Um, uh, today I had a, a a business appointment. People who generally tell me a story, their story. And it's one of, you know, of, of pain and anguish, et cetera. Um, I used to get into it and, and try to give advice, et cetera. At this point, I, I really don't even want the elements around me at this point while I'm trying to, to, uh, uh, to get myself in, in, in a position where I'm feeling stronger. Is that okay? Am I being selfish in having that type of attitude at this point okay we got you good question you want to take that Jew? oh 
he may be there. Prime Minister, you still there? I don't know if he fell off. All right, I'll, I'll take that. Um, no, <laughs> you have to put yourself first. Um, that's the key. Um, I taught that in the inner peace class. Um, put yourself first. Don't be afraid um, to do that. And give me a second. I just want to make sure I ain't skipping Minister Jew. Uh, he may be on still. Um, but don't don't be afraid to put yourself first. We're not talking about you're not sharing something to eat because you know you you got it and everybody else don't. We're not talking about that. You already know the answer to it. And that's why I said that earlier. A lot of times we're just looking for a confirmation. It's something about the situation that's pushing you and pushing your buttons and making you go on the extreme side of saying this doesn't feel right to me. And 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 I know what to do, but I just want to – and this is where the monkey mind comes in and starts to play these games. Where it's like, well, if you do that, you're being selfish and whatnot. But then, okay, well, you're going to be selfish and then you're going to hurt yourself by doing something you don't feel like doing. So just honor your feelings. That's It's real simple, sis. Honor your feelings at all times. And you can never go wrong. That's living your highest truth. That's living, that's, that's, that's your higher self that is allowing yourself to expand and grow and your higher self that's going to bring you to the journey. Anything less is going to be obstacles that you create for yourself. And we do not want to get into that ball game because that's called stress. That's called accidents. That's called I mysteriously got fired from my job. It becomes weird when you start to live against your own internal truth. So just simply honor that. Follow that. You know what it is. Just, just follow that and, 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 and honor that at all times, and you're going to always be in good hands. Minister Joe, you want to add on if you're there, bro? I think I see you on the board, but my Internet act crazy. You may not be on here. All right. Um. Um, 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 hold on, 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 man. Um, I I got a little bit of spare time on my hand here. Um, this this OT. Let me see something real fast. Caller from the seven zero four eight zero six. You there? Seven zero one eight. You the last one with your hand up, so I take you last and we out here. Um, seven zero four eight zero six. What's happening? Peace, family. How you doing? Hey, what's up? I'm good. I just want to know, um, oh, first I want to say thank you guys for all the information that you share. And I wanted to um, to ask the question. Now, if I'm trying to, like, I've been working um, consistently trying to grow spiritually and um, and bring forth things into manifestation. And I heard you guys said that we need to be happy. And it was one other thing. What? How can um, we, like, Bring our 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 our, th- our goals that we want to manifest into fruition quicker. Like how could, how can I get on a higher vibration quicker? That's it. That 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 is it. It's the happiness. Now there are other things that we do. Um, the secret techniques that we do in the membership type of thing. But at the core of them, you know what I mean. Uh, the core of them is happiness is the positive emotion that excels our life. Um, constantly keeping it in your mind's eye, um, constant rehearsal or just vision 
in practice. Life is a movie. Uh, we put a workshop together called DAPA. You are the director. Um, so you got to watch yourself when you're in negative zones and tell yourself, cut, you're acting up, you didn't hit that right because you're thinking about bull crap. Um, you're the actor, which means you have to get into the zone of feeling like it's real and knowing why, you know, you want these things. You're the producer because you're the one that's going to pay for it. You're the one that's, you know, putting this whole thing together. It's called your life. And you are the author, which means you are the writer of your own script, and that's your idea that you want to actually put forth into the world. So the key to it is staying in the happy zone, but also uh, you got to rehearse. you got to practice. And when I say about rehearse and practice, um, you know, see your goal. Take yourself on these field trips. You want the new car, go test drive the car. You want the new house, go walk in the house. Come out. At the core of the teaching is dumb out and use your imagination to your wildest capability um, and and have fun in the process, and things will start to shift for you in a very great, great way. What we do in a membership is we just back it up with awesome other techniques, um, but giving you the science of why we are focusing on blue light at this particular time or this particular region of the brain. But at the core, you know, you know, if you can't make the membership, um, just just be happy. Do you, Russell Simmons? Now, do you? Just do it, and you're straight. And 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 uh, you got a very vibrant spirit. You know what I mean? So it's it, it's not going to be hard for you. Just just make sure your company, your partnerships, is on that same path and 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 helping you because when two agree, it shall be done. You increase the wave. You know what I mean? And I always tell people if you can, it's not your it's your outcome is not dependent upon what I'm about to say, but it makes it much easier when you have someone who you can bounce this stuff off of and you're on the same accord. Because when one wave meets another wave, guess what? It becomes a bigger wave, it becomes a tidal wave. A tidal wave is nothing more than a collective of waves that form a bigger wave. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to merge with people in your circumference who's on the same path, in a sense, and um, especially the one you spend your intimate time with um, and, you know, increase that. You know what I mean? And you got that, girl. It ain't nothing stopping you all to the good. So do that and stay abreast with us. Join us if you're not, if you're not already with us. What's your name? I'm Venice. Oh, with a V like Victor. Oh, okay, okay, V with, like, Victor, okay, okay, Venice. Yeah, yeah, definitely join us. Um, the Imagination Guru, uh, com is our prime membership. Uh, come through, definitely come through. Um, and if you're more on the cosmic side a little bit, then my astrology coach, but definitely stay, stay abreast with us and whatnot. And, uh... Okay, I sure will. This is my first call with you guys because I'm kind of, I, I was just recently introduced to you. Hello, you can hear me? Uh- 